It's a very low barrier to get into the Gronk Squad. That's crazy. We've committed to do the Daily Talk Show for 10 years. So, hi, guys. Hi, guys. Put it in the calendar. Oh, that one in. Just like to check the temperature in the room. I told you my squeegee story. It is outrageous. Come on, let's go. It's the Daily Talk Show, episode 986. What is happening? G'day, listeners. What time is it? What day is it? <laughs> uh, the day, it's Wednesday. Wednesday, yeah. 3.50 p.m. here in <clears throat> Melbourne. Been a bit uh, wet out on the road, so be careful if you are driving. Have you been driving? This morning I did, yeah. Was it wet on the way in? Yep. I was filming uh, at, a, at a great event, closed door event, and... Um, it was 20 floors high, 21 mm-hmm. floors actually, at top floor. And it was quite nice in the morning. Like it was a little bit wet, mm-hmm. but then clear. And then we were in the clouds. It was oh, like fogged up. It was nice. And then it sort of lifted. It's it's awesome. I mean, it's it's that um, corporate life in the CBD. Mm. Like if you were high up in one of the big buildings. I'd really get around that. It is nice. It's There's something about being really, mm-hmm. really high up. If you could have any type of office for big media company and full stack films, what sort of office would you go for? Oh. Money isn't an op- like a problem. What would you do? Um, God, I want both. I want bunker. Like I want sort of that underground. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, you're under the ground. Like it's just concrete around you. They're like basement studios. Yep. And then top floor with a penthouse. Mm-hmm. But then I want it by the water. Yep. <laughs> so it's it's a bit hard. Where are we going to find Albert a- Park. Yeah, getting close, but mm-hmm. then you want, I mean, like Bondi. You could, mm-hmm. you want a basement in Bondi yep. plus a rooftop in Bondi mm-hmm. across the road from the beach. Yeah. Now that's living. It's nice. I just saw, fuck, I mean, it's, we know comparisons, the thief of joy. Yeah. Um, but when you, when you read um, that the we, uh, Afterpay founder mm-hmm. is 31 years old and worth $2 billion and just bought himself a $20 million uh, house in Bondi mm. and then the block of flats goes up next door for sale and he buys the whole thing because really? he doesn't want it to be, you know. On afterpay? <laughs> I mean, he's got cash. Yeah. He's he's the one guy not needing afterpay. Mm-hmm. He's the man who invented afterpay. Yeah. I mean, there's many other people that you could compare outside of him. Yeah, but no. It's way it's, better than you. Well, <laughs> like, no, but it's looking at the, the age. Sure. The accompli- and then I look mm-hmm. at the photo. I'm like, that fuck, he's young. He's Does he real. Look good? Is he nice? Looking yeah, he guy? looks good. Mm-hmm. Attractive young man. Uh-huh. World at his fingertips. Mm-hmm. Probably stressed out of his mind. This is mm-hmm. where I start going depressed. You know, hates everybody. Or hates maybe his that's stuff. just you. No, I'm joking. <laughs> that, that's what most people will start yeah. to do when they say it. But it's fuck, man. Good on him. Good on him. What were you reading? Uh, what was that in? I don't, maybe it just was like a. You know how you get. I don't know, you might not, but sucked into um, – so real estate sites mm-hmm. write articles like they're a newspaper. Yeah, yeah. And next minute they've threaded, you know, businessmen mm-hmm. this and, business, you know, business lady this, buying this, you know. It, but So they give you a bit of a back backstory in the business and then what they've purchased. And so were you looking a lot at real estate No, sites? I don't know where I saw that. Maybe it was – I mean, my, my dad, I love – like going to my parents' place. Uh-huh. My dad's a newspaper man. Like As he I, delivers newspapers? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I did that. That was my job as a mm-hmm. 12-year-old. But growing up at home, we'd always, we always had a, uh, in our laundry, bottom shelf 
just like which is the ground, mm-hmm. the ground. There was a like a box, and in that box was old newspapers. I remember this, like Dude. the stacks, stacks of papers yeah. that you would have, and then you would sometimes you would use them for like a school project where you're doing Dude, paper mache, paper mache fires out in the backyard. Mm-hmm. We used to do. And now, like I don't have that. So when I want to make a fire, it's like scratching my head. What should I do? I don't mm-hmm. want to go buy a newspaper. And so, but I remember, like, so still going to dad's house now. He's got. The bit he you know the smart paper as in the biggest one you can get the as age. in the age it's yeah. just really big mm-hmm. and um it's sp- move. spread out mm-hmm. on a on a weekend and he's got all the bits and he likes reading the financial stuff but in that you're seeing you know rich list or you're yes. seeing stuff you know reading about the stock so anyway I pick up some so I get a bit of it there oh, and then he might say have you heard about this yeah heard about that which I is was really imp- impressed with myself at a cafe the other day. Because, you know, I can be a bit socially awkward or not knowing what can to be. do. Really? Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> only sometimes. Occasionally. Yeah. I was really proud of myself, yeah. though, because I saw a newspaper and just picked it up and start, started reading it. And it seemed like, you know how you have an out-of-body experience <laughs> and you're like, what, what do I look like? And it just, I didn't feel socially <laughs> awkward. Like, That's I was good. like, here's an interested guy because it... <laughs> There's definitely been times where I've, I didn't, you, I didn't act weird at all, but I was thinking, <laughs> look at me, zoom out, <laughs> zoom out, zoom out, zoom out. Didn't um, even read the paper. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> I, uh, in a situation like that previously, yes. I've definitely looked at the paper and actually not taking any of it in. Like I, yeah. all the words are dancing. It's <laughs> like when you, you, you're um, out to lunch. With some friends and you're all talking. Yeah. And we're all looking down at the menu. I don't know if it's just me, but I'm never actually reading the menu. Oh, the amount of time. Sorry. Fourth time around yes. the waiter has to go and come back again. I'm the one to say, let's go now. You start with you and by the time it gets to yeah. me, I'll know what I want. Which I like that probably pressure. probably be a, a beef burger. I do like that pressure. It's fl- the flip the coin model in in some ways. It's like mm. make the decision quick by a flip of a coin. I can't decide. Yeah. I'll get How this often this. do you have coins though? Never. Um, but anyway, I did feel I was really proud of myself because I'm full of it was shit. <laughs> no. But I was, um, I felt like a poser, but at the same time, it was about um, uh, Iran or whatever. And I was like, "Oh, look at me in the morning at a cafe reading about international news." Fuck, I'm cool. <laughs> and did you stay there, or you just were? No, no. I just read it, and I was like, you know what? Like, I took it in. Mm. I was actually reading it. And, you know, like, um, I don't know if it's just me, but as I'm reading, it's like um, there's a hyper, like when I'm doing something that's different to what I'm normally doing, I become like, not only do I, it zooms out, but then I feel my face, I can feel my face. Do you ever have that? When you like become so sort of no, in I the think moment so that I'm like, I've I got a get nose, it. I can feel my, oh, my lips are moving. But I don't get it when I'm reading a paper. Mm-hmm. I get it if I'm in a conversation with somebody mm-hmm. and you have a heightened sense of self. Sure. It's not self-awareness. It's just sensing. It's just being stimulated. It's, it's um, which is why we end up feeling like we are minds trapped inside of somewhere. So mm-hmm. there's actually a location to sure. our consciousness, which there's not. Should we try, like you hear these exercises, obviously looking at some, like looking at an individual for a period of time as like a um, relationship builder. Have you heard this? But I guess we're doing this right now. We do it. It's, it's, 
uh, I told you about when I had I did my um, coaching coaching right. course. I offer coaching. If you didn't know, <laughs> hide the daily talk show. I'm a life coach. No, I'm not. But I did a life coaching course. Cert four didn't finish it. Yeah. Um, but one of them was to sit. One of the things to do. This is like a weekend workshop. You mm. never met. You've never met these people in your life. You come mm-hmm. together. But it was about opening opening up. So you have your palms facing up on your on your um on your thighs, sitting opposite somebody. Yeah. Someone you didn't know very close to them and you'd look at each other. But at that moment, there's a hyper sense of awareness on mm-hmm. yourself. So what are you looking what this is the, the meditation that I do with Sam Harris, it's all about sort of trying to uh understand that there's no location of the self. So we think it's behind our eyes, which gives us the, you know, like right now I can see my fingertips mm-hmm. come in front of my eyes. So I feel like I'm back here, yeah. but that's all like the appearance and it's being stimulated by the things like my hands and my eyes and the sense of my mm-hmm. eyebrows and my nose and being behind my face. Well, it's like the uh, eyes are the windows to the soul and your hands are the windows to intent. As, <laughs> I don't know if it's like the, that. It's not Sam Harris's okay. bit. But, but active defense. Always look at the hands. I've been very good at that, by the way. But if you think about it, if you're looking at me and you're looking at my hands, but uh-huh. look at me, what, who's looking at me? Like you're, you're seeing my face, but mm-hmm. where are you looking from? <laughs> sure. Like, well, it gets real trippy yeah. there. Have you done that with a mirror before where you look at yourself close enough? I mean, you would do it every day. No, there is a meditation which is looking in the the mirror. It's the Tommy Jacket meditation. Sorry, I I said meditation, I meant mantra. (laughs) (laughs) Look at yourself, you're beautiful. Mm. Your hair's great. (laughs) Actually, I didn't need to say that. Everyone else does. I mean, the thing is like um, being in compromising positions and having a mirror uh, uh, where I live at the moment, there's a mirror where when you're seated on the toilet, there's a mirror where you can sort of see yourself, like side profile. Side profile. Okay. Yeah. Good, good to clarify. Yeah. But it's just not like, um, you just don't need that negativity really, do you? What does it or do? do you, you, wouldn't it just like- I, I mean, I don't mind it. You like you probably become, you. No, no, no. Not that I'm wanting to perv on myself. But so what are you looking at? You're looking at you, but what are you? Like, mm. if you go real deep with it, what sure. is it? Mm-hmm. Like, everything threaded, any negativity that's coming from your mind is exactly just that thought that's sparking up about something because you are just you, like, sitting there. Mm-hmm. And so, that's why there is no, there's nothing to be ashamed of. There's or a nothing part of me that wants to get all, like, nice. uh, spirit, more spiritual. Like, I think yeah, the more, dude. like, I think part of it is um, the... There was the, I don't know if we ever spoke about that on air, but when I was talking about the gurus and your mum was not, like, texted texted you saying, Josh, shut up. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Because you push back on shit. Like, I know that half of it's like, and and you're the first to say, I actually don't know. Yeah. But you're the first also to say- but, but but are about, you sure? Yeah, 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 like yeah. and so you so that those two things happening mm. at once can be very annoying because you're like, what? Well, I don't know. But are you sure about this? And how do you uh, know? Which is implying that that you know something that they don't, or yeah. you're of a different understanding. And so that's where it can be annoying. But there's a lot of dropping of that when it goes into um into the spiritual space. But that isn't in the dropping the sense of I don't like. I all believe anything. Mm-hmm. 
So there's a place in between. Well, sometimes right? you like, can have a contrarian view on something yeah. or you feel like you have to play devil's advocate. This is a problem with like a bunch of social issues that are happening at the moment where it's like people feeling like they just need to be like, oh, well, it's not all black and white. Like, oh, not all men are uh, rapists or like mm-hmm. as a way of not having, like I was reading an article where I think the headline was rape is a men's issue, not a women's issue. Mm. And I like caught myself just for like a moment being like, well, hang on. And I was like, oh, no, like, and then I like, it's so funny how from a, this debating or seeing, but like, like you mm-hmm. get in this dark area oh, of yeah. trying to justify it. It's like, no, 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 like I caught myself doing the exact thing that gets people in a bunch, like a bad headspace, which oh, is- of course justification or oh devil's advocate whereas like not everything needs a devil's advocate not everything yeah needs to be defended uh, um, you know i i agree not not everything needs to be defended but it's also the essence of what you said which is triggered you could use mm-hmm. that or um something that stimulated an emotion or a mm-hmm. sense whether it's like what you actually give a fuck about because i know that you don't mm-hmm. actually mm-hmm. you're not over here saying, oh, but white men, yeah, yeah, yeah. you actually don't give a fuck uh-huh. about it, but it's obviously done something. But and then what about ScoMo? Did you, like, so ScoMo coming out and saying, like, he's done such a poor job of yeah, everything yeah. that's been happening with Parliament to the point where in a moment where they're saying, hey, take responsibility, he then, did you hear about the News Corp thing? Oh, so he, he said, clean up your own yeah. house before you get, you know, look like, at ours. I mean, it, that is like the opposite of what a leader mm. should do. Mm. Like, mm. How can you look at that and say, yeah. oh, that's a win? Dude, I'm I'm surprised people aren't harder, like aren't more wild. I mean, it's not why. What do you I, mean? It's not. I was going to say it's why I'm not in politics. But like people aren't looser than ScoMo in these high pressure situations saying more dumb shit. I guess you, Eddie Maguire said some stuff which, mm-hmm. you know, he says taken out of context. It's not mm-hmm. what I meant. And other people say otherwise. And so- I'm surprised you, it doesn't you, happen even more that these that people are s- saying shit mm-hmm. like that. Like, why is that? What do you th- like? I'm surprised only because it's what you said. It's like knee jerk reaction could be mm-hmm. something that you're not proud of. But the leadership thing, yeah, you hope the, that the, the people in your country. Is, but I think that that's a thing, right? Like, if you've made it to a certain point, I mean, you look at you, the standard though. Look at Trump, the president, yeah. and so the standard of. I'm surprised. Yeah, I guess. But that's why it was so disconcerting and why it was um, because things like morals and ethics Mm. can become this sort of um, side thing. It's like Mm. the, um, it's how how he talks about, oh, spoke to Jenny, like he, he, to get a perspective on women. (laughs) Yeah. He can't like empathize at the human level. He has to speak to fucking Jenny. Um, Yeah. I saw it because obviously there was that politician that, I don't know what, he must have got his dick out or something on a desk. I just saw a, um, a screenshot mm-hmm. of something. It was all blurred, but you sort of, yeah. but the thing, well, there was a Batuta Advocate, I think, article where it was like the headline was uh, ScoMo in tears thinking if that was Jenny's desk. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's, it is a shame. It's but, fucking I wild. mean, it doesn't matter what political view you have. You can look at that, like mm. ScoMo, I think is fair to say not great uh, when it comes to, at, l- at the very least, mm. communicating leadership qualities. Yeah. I'm, I don't know if, I don't think he's a piece of shit. 
Like I don't think, which is well, not he sees saying himself that he, as this, you know, like he's a, a Christian dude. Yeah. So you would think that some it's of the things hard, he's man. talking like, about being, I mean, we don't get scrutinised for what we say, but mm. we're not also in charge of the country. Yeah. And so, what? Do, but yeah. he also is representing all Australians. And so, really, you want a prime minister that is reflective of- Which seems fucking bizarre because people, humans are flawed. How can we expect one mm-hmm. person- Like, this is more just but, been but looking it's at- It's common decency. I think the thing is that where he lands is it's like, at what point, like, just the thing about apologies, I feel like if you look at, mm. say, you know, everything from how the bushfires were handled, all of these different things, you're like- Oh, uh, look, there, there was, there's probably a better way of doing it that's mm. that's um, more empathetic, less in the defensive. Mm. Oh, of course. I think that's for anybody, right? Mm. But also like playing can dumb. reflect on. Well, you hope he's not actually just yeah. playing dumb like but, he doesn't know. Well, so the thing is- then you're, then you're lying at that point. But the problem is that it's a lose-lose because if he doesn't know what's happening, then- uh, he's probably not tapped into the culture and connected with the people mm. at his workplace or he knows about it and he's pretending he doesn't, which, you know, means mm. he's lying. Yeah. So, it's, it's not a great- It's a huge problem if the person running the country is lying. And that mm-hmm. was, it was a lot of the time the case for Trump. He mm-hmm. lied about a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. on record. Like, yeah. it's clear. Mm-hmm. And so- but fuck, man, I'm reading the book Lying by Sam Harris. Great. What are you learning? Um, how much we all lie. And it's not to the extent of uh, I stole your money or <laughs> I, di- I didn't steal your money. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. And you got, I've got your 50 bucks in my pocket. Not to that level of uh, deception, <laughs> but just in little things. Think about writing an email where you are saying, oh, I missed this. <laughs> did, and you didn't miss it. Yeah, sure. And how that is an easy thing. I've done in the past, definitely in the past, earlier when I, you know, earlier well, in my career. Well, if an email, you know, the thing is, it's like if an email has been so long mm. and you're only getting back to them, sometimes to save face and to make them feel okay, saying that it went into your spam folder. Saving face for you, though. No, I think- Saving it, face well, no, for them. No, 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 no. So, the thing is, so this is, so I who's guess, it this is interesting. who's it for? What's it for? <laughs> I think that the- um, Which is a good point to ask about when, yeah. you, when you're about well, to so lie, who's it is, for, what's it for? So, the thing is, so if I use that example, when I was younger doing freelance, that was a common thing. Like, I feel like shit, we used to go into spam a lot more back then. <laughs> but, I don't um, trust anyone when they say it's uh-huh. gone to spam these yeah. days. <laughs> or it's just rendering. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the uh, on the, the email thing, <laughs> the uh, so the reason you do it, is because you don't want to communicate the the disrespect that I just didn't bother writing back for this long. Yeah. So by saying uh, it was in the spam folder, all of a sudden you bring up that person's status because you're like, you are still important to me. Whereas if but you are just- you, But are they? Because if you- So this is like living truth. In, yeah. But the problem is that sometimes you might be living- out of alignment with these things. So, for instance, uh, think about people who you might care about, but you just don't mm. get to their text message. So, I guess, you- I guess what we have to preface I, in this circumstance, 
the options aren't. Mm-hmm. So you have other another option. So you've got the lying about the spam thing. Yeah. But that but the point of it is you can't retrospectively change anything. Mm-hmm. I've done it too, Josh. The the reality is what is the other option that just doesn't thread a lie through to it. And so the other option I think the reason why people might not go down the other option is because it feels like it's becoming about you. So that like as soon as you have to explain yourself mm. it seems like you've missed the I've point. I've made the decision in moments to not address something in 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 respect like cuz you could easily think it needs a reason why mm-hmm. I haven't written back to you for a month to then get back to you. But so because you could get hung up on mm-hmm. needing to justify it. There is the other option. So the the point is that the opposite of threading the lie through is saying something that's truthful in mm-hmm. some respects which can bring the the communication closer. When I was when I was uh, younger, I set up. I think it was called. Um, I don't remember what the service was, but it was called like three sentences or five sentences. There was different versions. Dot com, and when and you would put it at the bottom of your email signature, and you would say, "I'm practicing three sentences. Find out what it is here." And what it was was it's like I only email back in three sentences to try and like oh, yeah, yeah. reduce my workload, which is. <laughs> It's very funny. It's not far off the time that I... I've Someone sent me one of those. Sorry, it was in spam. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, it's real bad. Sorry. Isn't that so funny? But this is this is what happens. Like people who read four-hour work week and then if you yeah, actually yeah, yeah. try and do that in the real world, like um, <laughs> autoresponders, uh, you know, I, I had the, the classic case where I set up an autoresponder saying, hey, I'm, I'm you know, only check my emails once a day. Mm. Did the classic, which George has done this too. He set up a autoresponder um, in Apple Mail, and I, I did this when I was younger, where I accidentally sent the autoresponder to every single one of my contacts, <laughs> saying that I only check my email once a day, which is not, which is not great. Oh God! But um, and so lying. Is there anything that you're? Because I think that there is the other part of it, which is there are people who pride themselves. On, you know, I just tell it like it is. Mm. And the problem with the tell it like it is attitude, if if there's a certain flavor of it, so there's obviously Mm. like really positive flavors, but there's a flavor of it, which is I don't care how this is going to make the other person feel. Mm. And so it's a bravado thing. There's also the other tell it like it is person that um, values the truth and- uh, they were all, so when that person also gives you a compliment, you know that it's honest, but they don't have the arrogance of tell it like it is. It's like from where I see it, it's like this. So maybe it's more silence than anything, which is what you're describing. So rather than lying or addressing, hey, this email is a month old, this is my excuse, just going into the email without addressing it, which I don't know where I stand. I, I, Unless it was requiring the the event has gone. This is where it's hard because you then get held, held mm-hmm. up on a situation. So, what about if it was like um, to benefit? Uh, so, for instance, uh, say if you're going for a job, right? Mm. You um, uh, 
Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't really do this. You don't. You, I think the the thing is, if you just take stock of your day to day and see the moments in your life where lying becomes your first go to, which mm-hmm. I, so I'm I'm like guilty of it, right? Because yeah. Bodhi, hey, is there any more chocolate? No, nah, it's all gone. Is a lie. Mm-hmm. There's a fucking shitload in the cupboard, and mm-hmm. and and it and so what's the language there? It's not. No, there's no more chocolate. It's, it's none for you. There's none for you right now. And so that's another way of doing it. Yeah, sure. So the kids thing is lying to kids. Don't be so tricky, often. Dad. Do you fucking have chocolate? Because that, but at that point, he's like, if he's ever saying to me, don't yeah. be tricky, he knows I'm a liar. And so there's little bits. Of, so it's with your partner. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. So there's, there's heaps of examples in the book of uh-huh. lying that, you know, he asked his. He, he gives an example of this one family where the mum got MS mm-hmm. and they were at the doctor's. The husband found out that his wife had MS. Yeah. Um, the doctor had told him he didn't tell his wife. And so she never knew that he knew. She didn't know. But then mm-hmm. she found out. And so, and then her son didn't know and then found out later, a year sure. later. So for a whole year, his mm-hmm. point is that there was- there was no support. There was a year that nobody knew that each other knew. Sure. Yeah. And yeah. so everyone thought every, it's like ignoring it. Okay. What about this long term? Connection. Well, That's uh, the key to not lying. There's a lot of connection that can be made. Relationships, wanking and porn. Yeah. It's a common one. hundred percent. And so I've lied about it for yeah. sure. Which is so, um, there's something so, you feel so pathetic about it. I said, of course. <laughs> Just, of course. Uh huh. Real pathetic. And, but, and, but, but don't you think that I feel like that is a look at how much, uh, like something like a porn hub, how many uh, viewers or how many users use porn Should we check their monthly? You can, yeah, sure. <laughs> but don't you think that's an interesting one? Like I think- Yeah, that- man. It's the, and the, but that's why it's like I've had people say to me, oh, my partner. Mm-hmm. It's one girl said to me, my, my partner never watches porn. Mm-hmm. I said bullshit. <laughs> I mean, maybe I took. I didn't mm-hmm. watch. I didn't watch any pornographic material for over a year. I was speaking to one mate who, during COVID, he's like, you know, you're you're <laughs> in an apart. You're in an apartment. It's pretty by yourself. It's pretty no, 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 with your, your partner. But he was used to, oh, you know, seven uh, wife's gone. Wife's gone to work. Have a wank. And so all of a sudden he's like, got this wanking habit. <laughs> it, it really is a friend. <laughs> it's not me. Um, but, but seriously. <laughs> I was thinking about who are your mates that live in apartments? It was you. No, so no. <laughs> it actually isn't. Uh, but I don't, I don't, don't I, I did. I, I did. I, did cha- I chimed. I changed. Some of the story, so that it wasn't uh, so obvious. But they may have had to quarantine. They had to quarantine in a spot that wasn't their house or whatever for that period of time. And they ended like he ended up having the conversation. Fair enough. With his partner, which is like, like uh, I'm an addict. <laughs> I'm gonna have to have a wank. And it's got nothing to do with you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. I mean, so on a lying, like when you think about that stuff. I mean, we've spoken about it. Early days, your number, how many sexual I partners you. I actually you've had? Hand on heart, could not tell you. 
but I, do you do you speak to Amy about it? Would you tell her what like much now? But mm-hmm. I so I think there's a lot. I think if you're a, a talking for myself here, mm-hmm. a single guy Talk that gets eight. into a relationship, mm-hmm. there's a lot of. I mean, lying, it sounds so he- uh, heavy. Yes. But there is a lot of uh, deceptive communication, you could call it, like veering off, sure. trying to bring up something else or mm-hmm. getting out of it. You know, you're just like not wanting to go there. Mm-hmm. And so there was a lot of that for me with Amy early days. But now, now it's a bit different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. but I think that think about the reaction that you have or like going into it. It can be... Like maybe not your proudest thing. Like if you're not proud about, you know, your previous sexual history or whatever it is, mm-hmm. someone asking it, even if it's you're in a relationship, could be confronting. Exactly. Exactly. And so I think that most of the the evidence of actually talking about it with Amy mm-hmm. um, is... Um, a deeper connection and mm-hmm. so you can always think that like the truth is too hard for somebody it's fucking too hard for you because mm-hmm. that that, w- that was i literally thought that i can't tell amy mm-hmm. the stuff she wants to know about things that have just you know very basic mm-hmm. but i was just like Sh- she can't handle it yeah now everyone's thinking what the fuck i was up to yeah, but yeah. threesomes <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah but at that point i'm like amy can't handle that i can't tell mm-hmm. her like but then you know what it is it's the it's the tough moment of being in that conversation with her that that feeling for me, I don't mm-hmm. want. Yeah. I didn't want that. And so it's like an aversion tactic, yeah. which sometimes it's like, imagine that. So that's like not me doing anything wrong. This is just mm-hmm. previous sexual history if we're talking about where I can't even handle that. Mm-hmm. Imagine actually like having to tell, you know, somebody um, something that you are honestly lying about, stole the money. Mm-hmm. Imagine actually saying that. Mm-hmm. Fuck no. Yeah. It's like too much. Yeah. And you can't say no comment like at the mm-hmm. cop shop. Yeah. <laughs> no comment. The but you fifth. can. What is it called? The fifth? Oh, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. In America. Yeah. Played the fifth. Played the fifth. Is it the fifth? Yeah. yeah. I, um, I watched uh, Bridesmaids last night. Nice. Funny film. Yeah. <laughs> it is. That's it, it is. It is. Yeah. It's a great. I, it's, if you want to laugh. Yeah. It's fucking real good. Mm-hmm. And so, any <laughs> other thoughts on the lying thing? Um, I think that, uh, n- nothing other than try it. Try just having the filter of, am I lying right now? Have you noticed? Am I lying so, right so now? what what areas have you picked up on? So, there's the Bodhi. Okay, now I got one today. Got one today. Today we went to the f- uh, film shoot mm-hmm. in the city, and there was early bird parking. Sixteen bucks. Yeah. The person producing the event told me about it. Mm-hmm. Great. Uh, we had someone, a contractor helping us yeah. film, and I said, go there. And I said, mate, I'll cover it. Yeah. Mean, big dog. Yeah, yeah. Big dog will fucking cover it. Yeah. Jeez, <laughs> yeah, you're sick. 16 bucks. Yeah. Anyway, we go to the car park. The machine's not working. I'm like, fucking putting the, I was like, I got this. Mm-hmm. I got this. Mm-hmm. Putting in the ticket, sending it back out. So I hit the help. Lady comes online. I don't know where she is. Yeah, it would be in international. Yeah. I think. Oh, really? Yeah, it wasn't in the mm-hmm. in the actual thing. Um. Anyway, she's like, "Yep." So uh, that will be seventy three dollars. Oh my goodness! <laughs> so this is—is is this on the way out? 
or the way in. So this is on the way out, trying to you put your ticket in to leave. No, no, no. So it's at the at the machine. At the machine you to could, pay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. And what'd you say? I caught myself because I was like, "Oh, but someone told." I was like, "But that's not a lie." No, no. But it's not the rules. The rules are in before nine. Out after three. Oh. It's a real con job. I yeah. know. Early early bird just means you fucking get there early. Yeah, but you have to leave Don't late. early bird gets the park mm-hmm. but has to leave after three. That should so be the- So, could you not just say- So, did you pay 73 bucks? I pay 73 bucks. Is this your way of telling me? <laughs> this is my way <laughs> of telling about, me. I can't the, lie what, about it. What about the freelancer? He's not getting money. <laughs> it was too expensive. So, if this was a radio show, I'd play Justin Bieber <laughs> and we would fucking high five with that out. But we, we're not. So, we're still here. Anyway. Thanks for joining us um, for another talk show. I didn't lie about it mm-hmm. and we're 73 bucks and- <laughs> yeah. 140. 146. I didn't park. I didn't park. He gave me a lift home. Okay. That's nice. So, oh, of course. Yeah. So- it's okay. Yeah, dude. But I was, I was literally about to lie to this lady, mm-hmm. which I probably could have fucking th- spun mm-hmm. some bullshit sure. yeah. like I have in the past. I mean, you are the one to, <laughs> yeah, to sneak into the lounge at the airport. I've had so many blow Which that the- was almost not a lie because I asked the guy to help. Yeah, sure. And yeah. so, but, but, so this is just- Being more creative. You've got to get more creative with it. Mm-hmm. Which I just actually thought of one because I couldn't, my ticket wasn't registering. And I honestly told her how long we'd been there. But if I dishonestly said, yes. I've been here for two hours, mm-hmm. she'd be like, yeah, no worries, $22. Uh, but see, Seems like a very easy lie though, doesn't it? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So but you w- fucked it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, I think, but, no, it's, um, but it's, I mean, it's a good practice because then yeah. I, I, it was only from me thinking about not lying that I did that in that moment. It's interesting because from a culture perspective, I think that- where we go with lying is what is culturally acceptable. And so, for instance, you imagine, um, you know, like you go overseas and you're buying something and you're sort of haggling on the price and you're like, no, no, too much. Talking about that, you know the mm. the level. Like the thing is that it's rarely too much. You can afford it. Like I catch myself yeah, yeah, sometimes, yeah, yeah. you know, you're in a third world country. You're like, no, 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 $5 for the sarong. That's a rip off. No, no, no. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You're on the back foot. That's yeah, the yeah. approach you have to take. Like mm-hmm. they're fuck, they're, all, they're yeah, ripping yeah. me off. Yeah. So I'm going to. Which is a really annoying, like think about from a business perspective. How would they feel? Yeah. Well, I think that they know it's. The thing is that I remember going to um, Thailand, for instance. And um, you weren't paying full price to sit on an elephant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Absolutely not. No, no, no. No, I did. It was through flight center. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I paid through flight center. I wonder if they're um, actually still doing yeah. that. But um, definitely. <laughs> the elephant one? Yeah. I don't think- um, get, get, get a photo with a tiger through flight center. Uh, yeah. I wonder question. if they are distancing themselves from those. Mm-hmm. But you still can blow up a cow with a bazooka. <laughs> yeah, I wonder you can't if actually you, do that. That's fucked. I don't know if you'd be able to do it um, through flight center. Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> I'm just, I just don't want flight center to get upset. This is not a flight center integration. <laughs> but if you're looking for some sort of, um, I'm sure you could get it on um, Red Balloon. <laughs> uh, Two cows for the price yeah, of one. Yeah. No, you don't want to shoot up a cow. Um, that's actually you can. Been, you it's can. been very sad, the, um, the flooding with the, the cows and stuff. But um, no, what I was going to say is in Thailand, in Phuket, mm. you're walking along and um, you read in the, uh, the Lonely Planet book that if you get given a black bag, uh, yeah, yeah, it yeah. means that you're, um, you're easy. Did you watch Ryan John's video? No. 
He did one about this in Bali. Oh, really? Yeah. So the, they the give different color bags depending, bag yeah, depending on how much of a chump you are when it comes to yeah, yeah, yeah. haggling. Can you rip them off? Yeah. You get a red bag. One one thing that I think people misuse, they say um, when they're doing this, they say bartering. Yeah, I, I would say bartering. 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 I say haggling because bartering is like Barter. if I'm going to swap a um, my leather jacket mm. for the sarong. Don't lie to me. Are you questioning now that if you're right about the bartering? No, I'm right. Okay. <laughs> Just like when people say aesthetic, that's aesthetic. I wouldn't that's, say that's, 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 the that incre- that's what the kids are saying. Aesthetic. That's aesthetic. Well, but aesthetic. That is aesthetic. You could see it as aesthetic is not a descriptive. Uh, no, so aesthetic is, so you can have a really nice aesthetic. Sports aesthetic. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, like a, it, it's a graduate, it's not a good aesthetic, but that's aesthetic. That's probably. It's lingo. That's the bit. Yeah, that that's aesthetic. Doing. Yeah, that's aesthetic. They know. I mean, they don't know that it doesn't work. But is my j- is my hoodie aesthetic? That's aesthetic. I feel like a European DJ. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This one goes out to. <laughs> <laughs> it's a um, it's a it's a mint green a- Amsterdam couture. Yeah, it's it's um, it feel it feels good. Amsterdam. It's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks. It would be warm. Do you inside. like it or no? It's nice. It'll probably get dirty. It's going to get real dirty. Mm-hmm. I mean, for you, I I value that you 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 you're spicing it up. You're yeah. minting it up. Well, I wore pants uh, on a shoot on Monday, and <laughs> Jess was blown away. <laughs> she was like, "You guys look great." <laughs> Literally, just put pants on. Normally, wear shorts. Yeah. Are you? What are you wearing right now? Pants. Yeah, pants. And it, well, because. I just felt like oh, I want to feel good today. I was driving in. Yeah. Wouldn't trust wearing something so light mm. in the rain. Mm. And so I drove in. Felt like a bit of an executive, you know, just driving in comfy yeah, yeah, with the yeah. heaters on. Yeah, love it. Um, nice nice no, jumper. No seat warmers or anything. but <laughs> Mate, you don't have a Benz. Mm-hmm. You don't have a fucking Rolls Royce in your scotch and soda. <laughs> that would go. Yeah, thanks. All right. Yeah. Uh, it's a daily talk show. That's aesthetic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hi at thedailytalkshow.com is the email address if you want to send us an email. Uh, episode 1000 coming up very strong. Yeah. We are doing- soon. <laughs> 16 hours. That's which is- 1000. Well, it's 1000 minutes. Yeah. So, it's a bit over 16 hours, which is- Yes. Not 24 like we mm-hmm. did, but it's a doable and still- On Friday the 15th? <laughs> that's um ninth it's tenth uh two, two weeks away um seventh eighth ninth tenth okay just double check just checking. so we're doing two we're going goals. to stream ninth 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 yep a thousand a thousand minutes we're going to stream yeah and have a bunch of guests We've still got to reach out to all of our guests so yeah. if, you're, if you're listening and wondering where the call is it's coming i've I had um, an i i had an idea and i'd yeah. like to get a, a hotel on the bandwagon okay Hi, it's, the daily talk yeah. It's the the after party. Okay. <laughs> Not even, it's the it's the kick-ons, but you don't sure. party and I don't uh-huh. really party. Sure. But I thought if we were to have our own hotel room that's waiting for us, we do the show all day. So, oh we're starting goodness. at 5 a.m. We're done at like 10 p.m. But so, you and I you in the same room? You and I okay, great. have to go. We get to, but in during the show, we have someone go to the hotel, check in for us, yeah. do a video in the room. Great. They we bring them into the two live beds stream. Or one bed. Well, I would separate. Yeah, okay. You get two beds, but so like two singles. It's the it's the kick ons. Yeah, and you, we might take a few, we might take the team back there. Sure, for a, for a nightcap. 
but then that's it. A night cappuccino. Exactly. <laughs> a nightcap. Yeah, I mean, a nightcap could be a beer. Okay. But we'll, we'll, we'll integrate the hotel, we'll show the room, mm-hmm. and then you and I will head, up, head back there. Well, it can't be the Hilton based on your history. <laughs> <laughs> the Hilton's no longer the, Hil- uh, the Hilton. Pullman. But I did my dirty at the Hilton. <laughs> okay, sure. All right. And Don't Crown, we burnt the um, sofa. <laughs> okay. Right, well, well, good um, though. It wasn't yeah, under perfect. my name. Yeah, you, you, I think you should just stick to lying. <laughs> uh, have a good one, guys. See, See you guys. Tomorrow.